recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on December 12th to hit the internets, December 13th, 2017. How is it going? Oh boy, yeah. Getting closer. Getting cold out there. Well, I really, I wouldn't know. I'm in Northern California. Actually, it's pretty cold here. I just turned off the heat. So it is, it's a little chilly here. But uh, there's a lot, of, a lot to get to today. Packed show, loaded show. A lot, lot of things to talk about. We got to get to, you know, we got one potential New York legend coming in in the form of Giancarlo Stanton to the New York Yankees, and another one leaving the, the fabric, the landscape that, that basically he's created. And, uh, you know, all the storylines that happen in the city, they're, they're addressed, and many of them are created by this man. All right? But we got a lot of things to get to. There's other subjects. We don't have a lot. You got to give me a lot of... I apologize, but we don't have a lot of time, so you got to go quick. Well, well, there you go. There you go. I, I, I'm told what to do, and I, I adhere to it. I just got done watching the Knicks-Lakers uh, game, which I guess you know it's as entertaining as it can be for Knicks Lakers 2017 in early December. Um, you know, Porzingis playing out of his mind. All the Knicks fan stuff, boy. It's all about social media content of some fucking Jen Selter or unicorn related. Do you guys ever like pay attention to anything else? Like it's it's really like middle school girlish. Who gives a shit if he hooks up with Jen Selter? Like why why is do we need multiple tweets from people with that shit? Who gives a fuck? He's Chris Porzingis in New York City, seven foot three. I think he could get any chick he wants to. Woman, chick, women. I mean, God, at you know, tweeting at Jen Selter, someone who's famous because why? I don't. I don't even know why. Oh man, whatever. I, I know the whole thing. You know, he liked her photo. Like, it, this is so just unimportant. And some of you guys need to take a real good look in the mirror and wonder well, why are you watching games so, so you can fucking put unicorn emojis. I, I apologize that we had to get a, a, a Reader's Digest version, but we just we didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, well, that's that's basically what you got as well. So, but it was actually a decent game. But uh, I guess I guess staying on that for one second, you know, Lavar Ball, excuse me, Lonzo Ball. And Francesco was actually talking about this today. I mean, people want to put him down because of his disgustingly obnoxious father. And I've tried not to mention him on this podcast or even talk about him on, on social media, which I'm sure really hurts the big baller brand. I'm sure, you know, lives and dies by the, the my tweets and the content of them. But I, I just, he's not worth my time. I, he's such a, a fucking snake oil salesman, Barnum and Bailey fucking bullshitter, you know. Uh, I got the magic tonic here. I go from county to county and just sell it to the to the noobs. I mean, just give him a top hat and, you know, a pickup truck and go from, again, go from town to town and get all, all the green thumbs, huh? That, that doesn't actually, the green thumbs? No, those are gardeners. Anyways, he's going to be a good player, uh, Lonzo Ball. I mean, again, people want to see him fail and you know, his, his shooting percentage is horrendous. He's also 19 years old. And you can, t- I mean, his vision on the court is out of this fucking world. He's going to be good. He's going to be, I don't want to say Jason Kidd light. Because uh, saying Jason Kidd light is light of a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to say, I think he's going to be a very good player. I mean, just give him time. Just give, he, and Francesca made a great point. He's got to improve his free throw shooting. So he at least when you're attacking the basket, be able to get points for your team. Because he's a guard shooting under 50%. The only person I can remember that is, remember, Jason Williams. Not the white guy. Not the guy who killed his limo driver. But the other one, Jay Williams. Uh, his, his free throw percentage was pretty horrendous as well. But uh, he's going to be good. But staying on LeVar Ball for a second... That guy, you know, for as disgusting he is, he is, and his nasty yellow teeth, which, you know, if you're smoking bogeys, like, why aren't they all yellow? Why is it just those two, that dead yellow tooth-looking thing? That, I don't know. Old Chomper here fucking opening a beer can with that thing. I don't know what that is. But 
what he's doing with his other kids, the other kid. Now, the other one that was at UCLA, I mean, he's, he's now he's left school. I don't think he had much of a future. I say that, you know, as a guy who got a, he got a, he got a D1 scholarship to UCLA, uh, you know, that is something, but uh professional, I don't really know about that. He wasn't even, he was, he was the least highly rated one of the, in, in the whole shoplifting scandal. But anyways, him and that hateable little LaMelo ball. I can't believe I'm sitting here being like that hateable 16 year old, but boy, he has the most punchable face you've ever seen in your life. They're going to play in Lithuania. Now, I know a lot of people laugh at that and be like, <laughs> Lithuania, they're playing out there. You know, and yeah, it, it's, it's a far cry from the fucking bright lights of the NBA. But I'll tell you, those are men. All right. That little bitch, LaMelo Ball, is going to have a major issue. I feel bad for him in a sense. I'm calling him a little bitch. And I t- say he has a punchable face, hateable face. He is going to get demolished. Those are grown men. They're going to be throwing a 16-year-old around. I tell you, the only highlights I've ever seen of that kid are the ones in the 91-point game that he had where he plays zero defense, which I guess runs in the family. But that's and just him just cherry-picking. Everyone hates a cherry-picker. Everybody. Even cherry-pickers don't like it. They just won't say it. But they're going to go play in Lithuania, and that is going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be fucking disgusting. So... I don't even, they're not even going to get a 30 for 30. It's going to be like an E-True Hollywood story. Those, those, those little fucks. That's going to be bad. And that, that father is screwing up their life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm not calling fucking DCF or anything. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I guess you technically could. He took the kid out of high school. Anyways, let, let, let's move on here. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on. You got Roy Moore uh, possibly winning the uh, election at this point right now in, in Alabama, which I don't understand why people are so surprised. It's, it's Alabama. Their, their brains aren't fully functioning. They're, they're, they're not fully formed, I don't think. And if they have fully formed, they're not, they're not the capacity of a normal human being. They're from the South. And come on, what the fuck's going on? Yes, the guy from the Northeast, from New England, now living in California, talking down to the South the way it should be, you inbred yokels. So the idea that people are that outraged, like, oh, my God, they're going to vote for some guy who, 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 who dated 13-year-olds when he was 30? Yeah, so what? <laughs> Done that. Been there. So everyone, obviously. But it is an excuse to just rip Trump. But uh, it's also, uh, but, you know, Trump inter- uh, you know, involved himself in it by fully endorsing him when he didn't have to. He could have just stayed out of that. But anyways. Uh, let's, let's move on to the big story that's, that's going on outside of Mike Francesa calling it quits, which we will get to. And that is the idea that, you know, Giancarlo Stanton is now a New York Yankee, which really boggles my mind when you think about it. This is a guy who, you know, he actually played almost every game last year. He was injured the year before. So let's just remember the injury problems with this guy. A lot, not a lot of people are remembering that he does get injured. Now, yes, I think last year he played like 150 something games. Year before that, 77 games. Uh, this guy is muscles upon muscles upon muscles. He reminds me of like Terrell Owens, where the, 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 you see muscles that you never knew existed. It looks like a horse. It, you know, there's going to be a lot of muscle strains. There's going to be a lot of tightness there. There's going to be day-to-day stuff. I mean, he's 29 years old now, but he's under control of that contract for in 2029. And now, does he have an opt? He has an opt-out in three years. He's not going to leave. I don't know why he would leave. He's out of his mind if he left. But by then, maybe, you know, guys will be good in three years. Maybe they'll be paying, getting paid you know, $50 million a year. So maybe he'll think he'll deserve that in open market. So perhaps. Who knows? But adding the MVP, adding the home run leader. Uh, that is, that was not expected. I, I, I think most Yankee fans, if they thought, you know, maybe we just improve a little here, a little bit there, if Cashman could, could, you know, make Ellsbury disappear, that'd be great. But I mean, the idea that they picked up Giancarlo Stanton for basically nothing, 
I mean, you got rid of Castro, which, listen, this is another thing that pisses me off about fans. You know, you say goodbye to Castro, you say goodbye to Chase Headley today. You know, these are guys that we ripped every fucking day, and now they're leaving. It's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, they, listen, he, a true professional, you know, really loves some of those big, no, fuck that. You know, Chase Headley seems like a nice guy, and he didn't complain. I get it. He's a loser. Give me a break. He's had one good year in the majors, and he's been a below-average player the rest of that. Listen, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he'd buy me a beer if I, you know, begged enough or... You know, just stroked his ego enough. He'd buy me a domestic beer. But, I mean, who fucking cares? The goodbye. Yeah, I feel, feel, feel really bad for him. What's he mean? 15 million a year now he goes to play in San Diego? Oh, who, who gives a shit? I, I, ugh. And then Castro leaving, too. Let's, let's, let's be honest about Starling Castro. Oh, you know, when he's there, when his head is in it, he, 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 could, he could be a great player. It's hard to believe he's still only, like, 27 years old, too. It feels like he's been in baseball for 15 years. I mean, he's lackadaisical. He, he throws the ball to the wrong base, swings at balls above his head. You know, he wasn't part of the future to begin with, I don't think. So, you know, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, remember that time he went to his knee and he hit a home run? Yeah, a lot of times he went to his knee and struck out. Enough. Yes, I got a lot of loyalty in the guys that <laughs> in my team. Don't let the door hit you on the fucking way out. Goodbye. But you bring in Stanton, and it's, it's amazing, the idea, because, you know, they, they, they control these rookies with, MLB chattel, in a sense, you know, Judge making four hundred thousand a year, and Stanton's going to make what nineteen million this year or twenty four? Does it jump up to in the twenties this year? They're going to be paying more. They're paying less than the Mets pay to an assessment. So the Mets, I show someone. Hello, someone should contact them. Did they know that uh, it's a free agent season? You know, winter meetings are going on, all that. Do they know anything? Sandy Alderson with his head up his ass completely. He might be the head, shoulders, and every, he might completely be going up there. They are quiet, all quiet on the Western Front there. That is unfucking believable. The only thing you hear about is, you know, we talked to the agent of fucking Joe Schmo. You're like, oh, oh, no shit, oh. And then being like, and then making that joke. Oh, Brandon, oh, don't, we, we, we kicked the tires a little bit on Stanton, but, you know, we have Brandon Nemo. <laughs> I'm sure Brandon Nemo loves hearing that. I'm sure the fan base loves hearing that. I, love, I, think, I bet the other players on the team are like, boy, that, that's great. He's insulting one of, our, uh, one of our teammates. Hey, maybe I'm the next fucking punchline to a joke. What a dick. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. But Stanton? And this, this other narrative has to stop, too. And, you know, all the Yankee haters, which, again, if you're not a Yankee fan, then you're a Yankee hater. This idea that, you know, Brian Cashman and Derek Jeter are, like, sleeping together and uh, they're... They, they're, they're 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 playing it and uh you know the old old habits die hard that that he's some sort of secret agent there's some sort of collusion let's let's think about one thing here i don't think derek jeter is a big fan of brian cashman okay brian cashman had some comments remember when derek jeter was going to think about going on the free agency and it was almost uh he he the, the look i'm sure that brian cashman gave him just imagine, imagine that that look on Brian Cashman's face when Derek Jeter says, I'm going to explore the open market as like a 36-year-old guy who, listen, if he wasn't playing on the Yankees, those numbers would look quite pedestrian. Uh, and just because he's Derek Jeter, he's the captain. Oh, he did it his way. I think the look on Cashman's face definitely reminds me of when George Costanza asked uh, Susan for the prenuptial agreement. Imagine Jeter's walking, so Cash, or maybe his agent does it. Let's just say for fucking all intents and purposes. That, that this cash, you know, I'm uh, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, see see what else I can find, possibly. All right, you know. A prenup? Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> you don't have any money. I make more money than you do. 
sign him. <laughs> That's exactly how it sounded. So the, the idea that they are good buddies and that they're like, you know, texting each other about unicorns and fucking Jen Selter is ridiculous. And, and let's also not forget that, uh, that, that, that Stanton had four teams, four teams. Well, first of all, they already had a trade in place to the, the, the Cardinals and to the Giants, which he said no to. All right. The Marlins aren't even on the fucking, you know, the, the Yankees are not even on the board at this point. Then he, listen, it's also funny too. Um, you know, Stanton doesn't get any shit for ring chasing, yet basketball players do. I, I, I don't get it really. Because he then says, I want to be traded to four teams, the four remaining teams in the fucking playoffs last year. They tried with the Dodgers, didn't work. The Astros and Cubs, I'm not really sure exactly all the, the technical fucking bullshit that went on there, but it, w- it was not a good fit. So the Yankees were like the third or fourth choice. So, so this idea that, again, this idea, this idea that, that they are sitting there exchanging texts and, and, and just, you know, being like, listen, let's, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's garbage. It's a lazy narrative. It's low-hanging fruit for fucking simpleton idiots. So did, did I leave anyone out there? All right. Did, does everyone feel good about that? Good, good, good. So Jeter is not making any friends. Uh, the great Simon Yonkers uh, called Francesa today. He's been a longtime Derek Jeter hater. And, I, I, you know, as the years went on with Jeter at the Yankees, I'll tell you, I, I, I was caught up in the mystique and the fucking just the, the illuminating glow of Derek Sanderson Jeter on a daily basis because he is the captain. He's classy. He gets it. Um, but I'll tell you, the last few years... Uh, the being a dick, this, the, 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 I'll tell you what really bothered me. Well, first of all, he didn't want to move in the lineup. He wasn't welcoming to A-Rod here, which I really don't give a shit because I didn't like A-Rod anyway. So it was, I kind of was a Jeter guy at that point, but, um, the whole retirement thing too. And, and then you hear Jeter fans say, Oh, come on. Listen, they had, they were doing that. You know, he didn't want to my fucking ass. He didn't want to. So every time, you know, he pretended to be like, so bothered by like, Oh, come on guys. You know, I'm just here to play baseball. You know I mean? I, I don't want all these gifts, you know, come on. This, this is too much. You know, I just love the fucking sanctity and purity of the game so much. You know, the, the idea, Oh, oh I, I can't be bothered with this trivial stuff. Come on guys. This is about baseball. This is the real deal. It's not for these parlor trick fucking games. I'm, I just want to play baseball, the game that I've always played for my life that I take seriously with passion and desire. It was all such a fucking fake, phony act. Uh, and listen, now that he is a GM, he is, uh, I think, I think a lot of the media, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast. I, I, I mean, if I did, I think I've repeated myself on this podcast before. I think, I think you'd agree with that. I think a lot of media are finally getting their, their licks in to this guy who they did not like, but they would never dare, never dare cross him because he's a dick and he had what five championships so you know and he always did he did everything the right way again you know we can talk about gift baskets and all that crap but he stayed on any real major scandal maybe he's on that list who knows we don't know francesa might know he has the list but i think now you're seeing his true colors he's firing guys longtime scouts in the, in the hospital where they're waiting liver transplants you know he's not showing up to the winter meetings because you know he, he was so involved in the stanton deal you know when working from miami when the you know winter meeting or in Orlando. I mean, that's a that's a tumultuous trip. And apparently, trying to pronounce the word is too. That that that's tough, man. You can't expect Derek Jeter to find means to travel all the way from Miami to Orlando, then throwing Stanton under the bus, Stanton throwing the Marlins under the bus. Jeter is going to have some issues there because the Marlins are never going to have enough money to compete. They are going to do this same fire sale bullshit over and over again. And you know what? Whose face is on that contract? Excuse me, of that that franchise, Derek Jeter. 
So whatever move happens, regardless if he's the, the, the main person in, in, you know, involved, he's, he's the head of it, and his face, his big fat potato face will still be there, okay? It's all, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a bad move for him. I know he wants to be in this. I think he picked the wrong team because they're never going to win. If they do win, then they'll just blow it up, the whole thing. It, it's, it's, a, it's a lose-lose. It's, I know he wants to be near his uh, St. Jetersburg, <laughs> but uh, hey, that, that's, that's his cross to bear. But anyways, the Yankees got rid of Headley as well. Uh, good riddance. And you hear all these people, and listen, Brian Cashman's been doing some amazing, amazing work. But I think we're also forgetting, you know, he gave these guys these, these fucking contracts. Oh, great job out of Cashman getting Headley out of here. He's dead weight. Yeah, he resigned him last, a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I get just forgot about that. Oh, if he if he, if he can remove, you know, if he can get rid of that Ellsbury contract, boy, he deserves to be executive of the year. He gave him that contract. <laughs> Did you forget that part? Again, you know, flipping Shane Green for DD, you know, a few minor leaguers on Starling Castro for for Giancarlo Stanton, amazing deals. But Let's, let's keep it in perspective here. Let's just keep it a little, little bit in perspective. Now you see the Yankees possibly involved in Manny Machado, which I give 0% happening. Uh, maybe as a free agent, but they will not trade Manny Machado to the Yankees in, the, you know, in division. It, it, it's, it's not going to happen. So everyone calm down. It's probably going to end up being fucking Todd Frazier, which I could deal without, you know. Someone made the comment, I forget, on Twitter. He still be He would be that corny guy that would still continue doing the thumbs down this year and not realize that it was like a seasonal thing and, you know, that, that season has passed. I, I, you know, I, I don't need the 220 with fucking, you know, 25 home runs. It's, oh, well, maybe I do, whatever. Um, but that's that. So Mini Machado, no way. I, I don't see that happening. So baseball in full bloom, as they say. Full, no one really says that. But anyways, uh, is there anything else I had to talk about baseball? Not really. No. I see, uh, they, okay, they extended Roger Goodell, um, who will continue being the commissioner, which, you know, everyone hates. They complain about Jim Jones is starting his own football league, which maybe you can get Michael Bennett in. You know, M- Michael Bennett, again, I, I don't understand this whole part of, I don't want to sound like Clay Travis here and regurgitate the same shit, but I'll say this about Michael Bennett. You know, his, his what he said about what happened with the Las Vegas police, um, there's elements of it that we don't know if it happened because there is a, a skip in the tape. But it clearly wasn't this, you know, hostile takeover that, uh, you know, hostile altercation that he described. You know, media completely ignores that man of the year. That guy has been a horse's ass for seasons. I don't know why he gets a a pass. And then the other day, he tries to take out a guy's knees. Not once, but twice. Not thrice, but twice. No, no, no. It's okay. No. No one in Seattle is suspended. Even that guy trying to go in the stands. I like my fans throwing things at players. All right. I, I belong in a different time, honestly. Now, do I want to see players get hurt? Of course not. But I'd like to see people throw. I, I like the Roman Coliseum element of it. That's why I like 61, the Billy Crystal movie. They're throwing chairs at Roger Maris. Did he deserve it? No. He didn't get hit. No. What if he did? It, does, it doesn't matter. I, I'm not here for hypotheticals. Okay? I, I like people being thrown at things. That that wasn't a sentence. I like people throwing things at other people. That That's me. Is that too edgy for Twitter? Yeah. Real classy. Classy. Let's talk about unicorns. Um... But Michael Bennett, that I wanted to get to that. Uh, I thought I had a lot of things to talk about. Apparently, I forgot to write a lot of them down, huh? Uh, we talked about that. Da, 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 da. Already running out of things. It's only 20 minutes in, huh? Uh, I will say that the, the, the other thing, taking speaking of the internet and Twitter, uh, the Keaton Jones thing, a kid from, was it Tennessee? 
who was, he's obviously, he's got a, some sort of issue or I don't know if he's slow, but I don't think he's slow because his thoughts seem to be coming, you know, cognitive and everything, but definitely his voice was slow. It was a little different. He looked like maybe some sort of surgery, he had a scar on his head. But if you haven't seen it, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. I'd say he talked about, you know, how terrible bullying is and what, what, what it's done to him. And there's tears, you know, the mother takes the video, which, you know, Let's forget all everything you know about the case, but let's look at it for what it is. You look at it and you say, oh, God, you know, lady, I I know you may not know who to turn to, but like you're going to put your kid who who is different. He even said it. He's different. You're going to take him crying about being bullying and put that on the Internet where the most gruesome, fucking awful people you know, inhibit. They they live there. They 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 wait for this stuff. They're with a fork and knife waiting for this shit. I mean, what do I see? I see fucking people. You know, putting you know, lining his face up with cartoon characters with big noses. It's like you got to use your head a little bit. I mean, but you you've heard part of the video. That sucks, and uh, I feel bad for the kid. I do. Uh, I'll tell you, I never really bullied anyone in high school or anything like that. I was the spineless weasel that didn't stop bullying and like you know would talk to the kid afterwards and try to cheer him up. But I certainly didn't uh, stop any bullying. I, I, listen, you, you know what high school is. It's a lot of follow the leader, man. It's a lot of follow. Don't go against what your friends say. Then you'll stick out and you'll be different. Then you could be bullied. So that's life. But obviously you take this kid and what does the internet do? It ruins everything. So they find that his mom is... He's got Confederate flags, and listen, I, I think the Confederate flag means you're ignorant, I think it means you're stupid, but I mean, it doesn't, like, in, indict you as, like, this disgusting human being that deserves to be buried alive. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely, if I saw someone, you know, r- ranting and raving about how great the Confederate flag is, I'd probably be like, all right, this, 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 uh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a personality conflict here, but I also don't think they should be executed in the town square. I think people need to calm down with that. But now it, the whole thing is ruined. He got all this money, and and you'd like to know where the hell it's going. Um, but now now he's 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 the he's he's he, he got like fifty thousand fucking dollars last time I checked. And then you have other people and say, well, I was bullied, and I won my sister. And then it's a whole fucking cycle. So this will go on for another week or two, and then we'll forget Keaton Jones won't even exist anymore. And then we'll be on to the next thing. Now, the next stupid viral video or whatever the hell happens because we can't keep our intention span on anything because we can't even enjoy a basketball game. Yes, I can't get past this. We can't even enjoy a basketball game without thinking about unicorns and, you know, the dating life of someone during the game. It's, whatever, man. I don't even fucking care. Care enough to bring it up again for the seventh time, but uh, saying I don't care. Speaking of not caring, remember when I said I didn't care about Scott Van Pelt? I actually watched the game, uh, the, the Patriots and Dolphins game last night. I'll tell you what's wrong with everything right here. So Scott Van Pelt, which again, he's, he's not as bad as the rest of the fucking idiots on ESPN. He, he does have a brain and he has some, some bit of substance outside of, you know, insulting people that, uh, you know, make fun of ESPN. He has this show and it's right after Monday Night Football. So I, I was, thinking that it was going to go right into the Monday Night Football highlights because even though it, I, it pisses me off a lot when that when that happens, it's like, hey, did you like this uh, sh- game you just watched? Look, we're going to show you highlights of it right now. It's like, yeah, can we move on to something else? But I get it. It's their program. The first highlight they show is of Russell Westbrook. Nine different fucking replays from eight different angles of some really unspectacular dunk against the Hornets. Not mentioned or shown any highlights from the Hornets and not any other highlights from the Thunder because they suck and they lost to the Hornets. No mention, nothing. We just, that, that is, that is, that is encapsulated. That is what fucking sports and media is right now. Oh, did you see that highlight? Oh, what happened? Who gives a shit? Oh, did you see Porzingis? Unicorn. But anyways, 
So we go into the game, uh, they go into that, and then they, they go into Belichick's press conference, which, you know, that, that whole thing, I, I, I get it's not new. I, are you new here? I, I, his, his, his press conferences, it's just so, the, the guys are so petrified of, of him that they do this silence. Have you ever seen press conferences where there's like this huge gap in silence between reporters asking, you know, somebody something? Just ask a dumb question. Say something stupid. Just to buy the time. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, but... um. So they, they got over that, and then they went to the whole Stanton deal, and obviously Stanton's coming from Miami, so you bring in the, the biggest asshole in Miami, and that, would, of course, would be Dan Levitard. Now, let's let's talk about Dan Levitard here for a second. Dan Levitard is 48 years old, still wearing a baseball hat in interviews, because he's very hip. No, he's not hip. He's a, he's a big, fat asshole. But he sits there, and Van Pelt is throwing these softballs to him, like, hey, what's, hey, boy, tell me, what, what's the mood of the Miami Marlins fan right now? And, you know, st- Levitard has all, all the questions, because he's interrupting to answer. I mean, it's just all bullshit, contrived horseshit. Like, that, that's a television program? Really? But I'll tell you, there was one element of that, that program, which because I never watched the show. So yeah, last time as I bashed it forever, I never actually watched it. But I did like the whole idea. What's it called? Like break the bank or that, that's a bad, bad bet or something. They just show like how close uh, they, they put the like a basketball game and what the actual, the, what am I looking for? The spread is. And then they show you the score and how it was this. And then how people just get burned right at the end or how they love it at the end. But I thought that was an interesting segment. I thought that was actually pretty creative. Well, maybe, I don't know if Van Pelt has anything to do with it. Maybe it's his executive producers. Who knows? But I thought that was just a, you know, I like to be fair. You know, I, I ripped the show before, so I'd like to be fair, give something, and then all the parts that suck as well. So just, you know, proving myself right. Exactly. Uh, guess that's it. So I think we'll have to end with this. The fact that this is it. You know, probably outside of Alex Rodriguez, the one person that I've talked about on this podcast since its inception. That being Mr. Michael Patrick Francesa. And this is it, man. This is the week that it's over. He calls it quits on Friday from WFAN. Where he will go in the future, nobody knows. He was uh, on Richard Deich's podcast, friend of the podcast. He was on the podcast of Richard Deich. Deich? And he talked about, you know, he, he sort of floated a rumor of him doing a football podcast on... Bill Simmons' website, The Ringer. I could not imagine anything more fucking boring in my life, honestly. I might listen to the first one and be like, wow, yeah, boy, yeah. Mike, for the nine millionth time, Mike needs fan interaction. He needs fan interaction. No one wants to hear him just talk and talk. The only the only time anybody likes hearing Mike talk is when he's screaming about something, like a rant about Bob, Bob I always say Bob McAdoo. He's a former NBA player. Ben McAdoo being fired. Like, that's the only thing. Other than that, you really want to hear Francesa just talk? Who, who, who would want that? I was actually going to settle in right before the podcast and finally watch that uh, 30 for 30, Mike and the Mad Dog, which I was in, but I didn't make the final cut. So I wasn't actually in it, per se. But the man on the street sort of thing, I guess I wasn't as dynamic and as gorgeous as I once thought I was, but... I didn't make the, no one in that segment who made the cut. A whole bunch of us did it, but I guess we didn't make the cut. So anyways, I'm about to jump into that, but... I don't know. It's it's going to be weird. You know, Mike, uh, For I, I wrote about this on RedTicketBlues.com, which I rarely write anymore, but I wrote about just how, you know, sports radio is such 
mindless idiocy. It really is. It's some of the stupidest things you'll have. People, grown men and women, screaming about other men, mostly men, playing sports, putting a ball in a hoop, hitting a bat with a, hitting a ball with a bat and running around in dirt or whatever the case may be, simplifying your favorite sport. People getting so angry about it. It's the dumbest form of communication I've ever heard. And I'm going to miss it because it's never going to be the same. Mike is leaving. It is going to, all the people that I talked about how I hate on Twitter, they are going to be the ones taking over as time goes on. Mike is one of those old relics. You know, they're, they, they're sort of grandfathered in, in a sense, where, you know, even if they say something stupid, it's sort of like, hey, listen, they're, they're old. They, they can just, just let it be. You know, that, that's, they're not fully with everything that's going on right now. So let them be. Let them be. But if someone who was, you know, much younger said the same thing, you'd be like, hey, come on, get it together. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mike's one of those guys, you know, tells it like it is, you know, just like Trump tells it like it is. Um, but it's when I started listening, when did I probably middle school? And I'll say that there were there was times that, you know, I stopped listening to Mike and the Mad Dog or WFAN in general. You know, I did want to be a child, uh, you know, be a young adult, uh, you know, drink a lot, smoke weed, hook up with chicks. You know, I mean, so it's, a lot of times they didn't really fit into the equation. Uh, there were months, there were years probably where I really didn't listen to WFAN that much, but I'd say in Mike's career, there's a hell of a lot more years that I listened, uh, that I didn't listen. And you think about everything that's gone on since you started listening to WFAN again, I I, I can trash it from here to kingdom come, but it's still like, and Francesca says all the time, you know, it's talk radio. You listen to the same voice over and over again. And there is a sense of community, whether you hate it or not. You know, now you don't love everyone in your community. Christ, I don't even speak to my neighbors. Jesus. If any of them even looked at me or I want to have a conversation more than five, uh, five minutes. Jesus, I can have a conversation with a neighbor who's actually adjoined to this wall here. So maybe I should be quiet about that. But it's it, it'll be weird no longer hearing his voice, whether it's, you know, talking about horses or, or, or terrible authors in studio or hammering home the same point for four hours. It's going to be weird not hearing that voice yeah he'll be back in some stupid medium i mean am i gonna go out of my way to listen to the the bill simmons mike francesa podcast i mean no he should just get a job with he's obviously done with fan go go to sirius and get a job three times a week you know whatever I, i just i don't know you think about all the all the all the things that have happened in your life and Know whether it's someone dying or fight with a friend or a wedding or or you know getting married or breaking up with somebody, whatever, graduating, getting that first job, getting fired from that job. It was that one constant. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That, that's 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 that hits the spot right there. It was that one constant in your life that that continues and continues. And I, I hate the expression that it's like an old friend. Well, you know, it wasn't always an old friend. It was kind of venomous at some times. You know, people you didn't like. I, I hate listened a lot of times. Uh, but it, it'll be weird. And Mike, Mike is one of a kind. I've never, I've never seen someone so confident, pompous, and arrogant about any subject and any genre in my entire life. I mean, if he, if you think you just found something out, like let, let's just say like, oh, look what I found out. I was reading this and you know what I, I found out? I didn't know this. Listen, if you just found it out, Mike knew about it three weeks ago. That, that, that's, 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 I mean, that's the crux of it right there. He, he already knew. <laughs> I mean, so calm the fuck down with the idea of you actually knowing. 
it will be weird. It will be weird. I'm gonna try and call one last time. I, I probably I called. I called. Like if you're if you're calling a fan, like some people are like, oh, I've tried to get through. You never get through. Yeah, it, it's it's you have to continue doing it. Like, and I tried getting through today. I mean, we all want to hear the Brian Billick interview. I mean, Jesus Christ. And but I I I think I tried calling about 177 different times. It's just hey, dial busy signal, hang up, dial busy signal. Hey, I mean, it's just that repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. Like Mike just reading off numbers for if they're in the Hall of Fame. 23, you know, 324, 24, 155, 295. <laughs> I'm not even going to fucking do it all. But uh, it will, uh, I, I, what can I say, man? I mean, there, I'm sure he's going to be able to put the words together a little better than I can right now. And, you know, my wife's just like, are you sad? Like joking around, are you sad? No, you know, I'm not sad. It's just when something's like been in your life that long and then all of a sudden it's gone. You know, that's since middle school. I'm approaching 40. Mike Francesa's stupid voice has been in my head. It's always like, it, again, it's just, you know, it's sports. Sports is that one constant in your life. And for me, I know it's not for everybody, but for me, a lot of the times, especially if it was local, it was WFAN. And you I mean, you wanted the real deal. Yeah, you could listen to one of the guys on the weekends or Joe and Evan in the midday. Or if you were, I don't know, you know, have missing chromosomes listening to the morning show. But, you know, you listen to Mike. You listen to Mike and Chris. And, you know, it's been, what, nine, ten years since. Jesus Christ, it has been like nine years since they split up. It's insane. That's insane. But, I mean, you, you went there to listen to it. And it'll be weird. Especially with that uh, that crew they're putting together. Holy Christ. You know, it's hard enough coming out to California here. At least when I was in the East Coast, I could just pop in my car, throw on FAN, or I'm at work, I put on the radio. I mean, here, I have to go out of my way. I know, pressing a few buttons on a phone, Brian, it's very difficult to listen to Mike. But now, you think I'm going to go out of my way to listen to Chris Carlin, fucking Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott? Do you, do you think for one second I'm going to waste an ounce of my day listening to that shit when there's 17 million different directions I can go? Not a chance. Give him a chit. No, I won't. I won't. I won't at all because I think it's going to be horrendous. Anyways, that is the podcast. Um, remember, you can listen to this podcast. I'm speaking slow and I don't know why. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. I also want to say before I, I jump in everything here, I'm going to be traveling to Puerto Rico on Thursday. So pretty much the end of I will be returning in 2018 or so. Uh, obviously, a catastrophic hurricane hurricane has uh, hit the island, damaging uh, electricity and, and, and forms of communication. And, you know, I, I don't know what I'm really going into. I mean, obviously, it's been a few months. Things have improved. But if you've been following the news, they haven't improved that much. Uh, but listen, Trump administration gives – he gave himself an A. So, I mean, I shouldn't be worrying, but I, I might just want to throw this disclaimer out to you. I don't know the status of the podcast in the next few weeks. Now, it does not take me any internet to actually record the podcast, but to upload, I do need internet. So, I don't want to hear any bitching and moaning if I don't have anything on there. So, come the fuck down. This is free, remember. <laughs> so, I put that PayPal account and say, hey, you, you want to donate? That GoFundMe? <laughs> donate so I can get a better mic. Yeah, we're looking at 50000 But just so you know... Uh, 
I'll try my best to do what I can, but uh, no promises. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Remember to leave a review. It's, 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 come on, come on, get off your fucking ass. Francesca's is over, turn it off, leave the review. There you go. Good, good job. Good, good, good job. Uh, remember to follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Uh, I think that's about it. So the Yankees are basically taking over baseball again, which is great. Mike Francesa is leaving us, and uh, the world will never be the same. But <laughs> with the Yankees, with everyone hating the Yankees, just shut the fuck up. With all that being said, I'm out of here. Uh, you know, it's the board. What? The board is- the board is the board. Uh, I don't know what the board means. Your friends at uh, themikefrancesa.com send their best. No, the what? The, 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 is there more than one now? No, 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 no. no. I just said, I just said he should have got the award. What else do you want me to say? They had a move from a mass of people just to get to his ball. He hit his ball into people. He spun it on the ground and walked away from it. It's a live ball. It's a live ball. Bosch three different times brought the double teamer to Wade. And like, Wade's like, would you get out of here? Bosch is like, let me come up and set a screen field. Wade's like, would you get out of here? I don't need you near me. Why? 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 I mean, are you just a are you just a total jackass? I mean, I mean, could you be a bigger jackass? I, I don't think it's possible. Mike, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You know this. Just answer it. Just ask the question. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me ask you a question. Just ask it. The question as far as Brett Gardner goes. What is the question? 48, I'm going to spread you out, and I'm going to just put the pieces. Hit him, hit him. Blitz here, I'll go here. Go here, you go there. You blitz, I'll go right over you. Bing, 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 bing. And that's how he plays the game, like the puppeteer. Bing, 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 bing. And he turns three-yard gain passes into 25-yard gain. Bing, dunk, bing, pitch, pitch, pitch. Please, me, me, no, me, 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 me. Let me go. Let me, this is my turn, my turn, my turn. Let me get there. What drives me crazy about Dick is, uh-uh, that's not happening. We're not doing that. Zip, 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 zip back, back after, after this. this.